Hi, it's Emily and we've got your well-being in mind. Through the series, we'll be sharing top tips and practical tools to support your mental health. And I'm Ange and we will be demystifying the topic of mental health, asking all those questions you need to know to progress your journey to better well-being. Hello and welcome to everyone to the Your Wellbeing in Mind podcast with Emily and Ange. This is series one, episode two. Today's episode is going to be all about uh, beginner's mind. Um, So Emily, do you want to take us through the topic for today's podcast? Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one because it's a real introduction to mindfulness. So it's the first principle of mindfulness and mindfulness is actually the awareness of the moment on purpose without judgment so that's a lovely phrase but what does that actually mean and it's breaking it down to being aware really that's what we don't generally do we kind of go through life sometimes a bit oblivious to what's going on around us but we're trying to cultivate an awareness of the moment and we're doing that on purpose and we're not trying to judge anything so that can be hard at first because we're not used to doing that because we're um we're always doing aren't we and yeah I love the phrase human beings not human doings but we don't yeah (laughs) you know we're always right yeah so um basically we start looking at life with curiosity and we observe it from an outside point of view so again that's a bit of a different experience to what we're used to because we're used to being really caught up in the moment and really involved in what's going on but we actually just have an awareness and then we step back for a bit and we just observe and we just have curiosity and we start to question a little bit and then we start to accept what is rather than what we want to be. So we stop trying to control things so much and we just allow things to be as they are. And then we can let go of worrying about the past and trying to control the future. And I think this is something that is really hard to do. So often we say, oh, let's just be in the moment. But what does that mean? Um, Quite often our thoughts might be of the past or worrying about the future or trying to control it. So when we're actually in the moment, um, we have a much deeper sense of calm. And again, we come out of our minds and into our bodies. That's how we actually come into the moment. That's how we know that we're here on this earth when we're aware of our senses we're aware of um, kind of what we can see, hear, touch, taste and smell in the moment. So really coming into our body, out of our minds, stopping that mind chatter and just being present in the moment. And sometimes this can be hard because we might have got aches and pains and things like that. Yeah. But we're just trying to be curious about it because often, again, you know, we ignore our bodies and um it's not until something happens that we have to stop is it you know like a physical so we just carry on going but just having that awareness you know what what's all this about what's going on for me right now and um just wonder sort of wondering about things so wondering if you can sort of pause for a moment wondering if you can look at your surroundings wondering what you can hear like we hardly ever just pause and think i wonder what i can hear right now you know, we just take it all for granted, don't we? Yeah, we just don't do that, do we, on a general basis, no? No, that's it. So just having that awe and wonder, that's literally like a childlike beginner's mind. We never, ever do that because as soon as we start growing up, we start trying to analyse things, make sense of it, bring logic to it. And um, 
that's when we start doing all the time then don't we so it's this trying to be just learning how to be with what is and then really the key to mindfulness is awareness as i said previously so just cultivating awareness of the moment so we do that by pausing just kind of oh I wonder what's going on right now. I'm just going to pause, just going to look around and just going to focus on what I can hear, what I can smell. Yeah. So if we're totally unaware of our emotions and our feelings and our actions, then our behavior will never change. But once we have that awareness, we basically have a choice. So awareness gives us choice about how to react next. And I think really that's the most empowering thing about mindfulness is that it gives you a choice. Fantastic. I think that, that's really very sort of clearly articulated in, in very short space of time there. Um, I've got a few questions because I'm, I've got the inquiring mind here. So um, for me, so I've spent about 20 years becoming an expert in something in grant making and giving grants to charities who uh, work with mental health conditions. Yet, um, from what you're sort of saying, the beginner's mind um, asks us not to think about what we already know about the world, but to think of things afresh. Um, and I think that could possibly feel quite uncomfortable at first for sort of many of us. So what would you say were the key benefits to having a beginner's mind for someone like me, who um, really likes being an expert and has that need to feel like I know what I'm doing and that I'm doing things right all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's a really key point because mindfulness can be really uncomfortable at first. And a lot of people do give up early on because we're not yeah. used to it. Um, and sometimes it can be really hard to accept what is. So if you've been through any pain or loss, you know, we don't sometimes want to accept that. Um, and in the case of wanting to be an expert, it's brilliant that you've got that awareness. So that's yeah. <laughs> in the first instance. And also, it would be really good to delve into that a bit more when we do about striving, because there's some striving there about... Okay, yeah, yeah. So we'll yeah. be talking about that a bit more in another episode. But again, the awareness is just so key. So yeah. the benefits to viewing life with a beginner's mind is that we start to grow um, start to have a growth mindset rather than a fixed one. Okay. So we go with what's right and wrong and we work, we look at what's working and what isn't. So instead of kind of judging things in that black and white, right, wrong, we kind of go, well, is this working for me or is it not? And that's a different way of thinking. So when we've got a, a fixed mindset, we often decide how life must be, how people must behave, how we must respond. So it really is that right or wrong. Whereas when we're mindful, we get rid of like the words like must, ought and should. And we replace them with, I wonder, maybe, are there any other possibilities? And ultimately there will always be other possibilities. We don't know everything. So it opens up a whole new world of exploration and, you know, start seeing things with that wonder helps us to become aware and less judgmental. And often yeah. our judgments come from belief systems based on how we've been brought up or our religion or culture or gender and things like that. And it means that we're trying to control how things go, um, but allowing things to just be is really, really key because then we can start coming from that questioning, observing kind of way of yeah. allowing things to be. But I have to say, there's a big element of trust that comes in with that. 
Right, and that's something we're going to be covering, isn't it, later that's on? It. It's another one of the principles, so yeah. it's to trust what is. I think that's really, really highlighted something, because I don't think I ever really generally use the words, I wonder if, you know, and that, that's made me think even, even now, just sort of thinking about that. Yeah, and the thing is that sometimes with this fixed mindset, we feel it keeps us safe, so we know yeah. what to expect. You know, we can anticipate and all the time we're just trying to keep ourselves safe. But once you start to wonder, it really starts to expand the mind and expand the possibilities yeah. and open up to opportunities. So I suppose, for instance, with being in a business, if you're an expert, you know, applying mindful principles to a business as well and being open minded. And I wonder what other possibilities are out there. So, um yeah, it really is that kind of way of just expansive thinking. And also letting go is an essential part, um, which again is one of the principles we'll talk about in another episode. But it's letting go of trying to control what we think it should be, or it must be, or it ought to be. And just, you know, seeing how it could be, you know. Yeah. I think there's a lot of relevance there for, for many people. Um, but how long do you think it generally takes to be able to get to like a regular state of beginner's mind? You can see that I'm already trying to sort of become an expert in this already, aren't I? But, you know, what, what would you say would be sort of the general sort of timescales for having that state of mind on a regular basis? Yeah, so I mean, it is called mindful practice. So it's about that practicing, like I say, initially, it doesn't always come naturally to us. But there is evidence to prove that 20 minutes a day for eight weeks actually begins to change um, the shape of your prefrontal cortex, which is fundamentally the part that we need to be able to process things in a logical way. And it's this part of the brain that makes rational decisions and regulates emotions. So it's amazing and really interesting brain science and neuroscience, but it's called neuroplasticity. So it's based on 40 years worth of science that proves yeah. that, that brain state can change and grow which is just awesome to know in yes isn't it that you can change you know if you, if you put your mind to it yeah definitely yeah. so and that prefrontal cortex is the newest part of the brain so normally when we're acting from strong emotions it's the amygdala which is the oldest part of the brain that sends us into fight flight or freeze but when we can regulate our emotions a bit more by coming into the prefrontal cortex it helps us just to have a more calm and balanced approach to life and then um, once we develop that strong frontal lobe we can process things in a much more calm way yeah so it's amazing really to think it's only if you did two months of regular practice yeah then you could really develop that frontal lobe. And that's what I would say, you know, I've had anxiety in the past for a long, long time. And I can genuinely feel that I've developed new parts of my brain. I'm thinking totally different to how I ever wow. think before. And it is, it takes practice, it really does. I can't say yeah. it's night fix at all. Um, I, I think I'm at the beginning of that process because my natural tendency is to have multiple sort of things going on in my brain yeah. at the same time, you know, questioning, planning ahead, being sort of quite analytical about things. Um, so if, if there was like sort of two top tips that you could give to people out there who are listening, who are sort of like me on this, you know, what, what would they be? 
Well, it's interesting because questioning is actually a really good part and a big part of mindfulness. Okay. So I would say it's about trusting the process and then also shifting the questions. So sometimes, you know, the questions could be quite analytical, but shifting from like, how does this work? How long will it take? What happens next? How am I supposed to feel? Because this is often something we're like, oh, am I supposed to feel a certain way or am I suddenly going to get this like, you know, euphoria after a certain amount of time? But what we're doing instead is just wondering how am I feeling in this moment? You know, I wonder if I could become an expert in deep breathing, you know, just breaking it down. I wonder if I I can become an expert at managing my emotions. So, you know, you would definitely be the best expert in your own emotions. So if that ends up being the goal, then that's fantastic, isn't it? So uh, I wonder if I can become aware of my senses so who knows if you've never done it before it's going to take practice so I wonder in this moment I allow my thoughts to drift by and this is a key one with the awareness Mm -hmm. because if you've got awareness of a lot of brain chatter and a lot of thoughts popping in it can be really distracting but just ask yourself I wonder if I could let them drift by you've probably never tried that so haven't no they they normally sort of go out like a sort of tree structure from one question to another another to another to another um you know and then I sort of get myself all sort of tied up in not thinking too much about things yeah yeah again as well though in this moment whatever I'm feeling is okay so try to maybe uh question it too much in how you're feeling but also because you are a planner build in time to go with the flow so my plan right now is to go with the flow yeah right now is to see if I can let go of my thoughts for a minute I mean it doesn't have to be for an hour just in this moment can I let my thoughts drift by and then um, my plan right right now is to you know come into the moment so it's just not judging things and again you know having that awareness that we might be judging our thoughts yeah really really exhausting um judgment of ourselves can't it it can be yes yeah I'm beginning to recognize that as well and think you know going through the series and sort of looking at these different techniques together is going to be great yeah yeah so sort of it sounds strange but saying oh hello thought I acknowledge you but I'm going to let you go now okay yeah so again it's coming from that observing so separating yourself from the thought observing the thought as separate to you Mm -hmm. just going oh that's an interesting thought I wonder if I can just let that go I don't have to believe it um (laughs) So, so questioning is really good, but it's the wording we use around the questions, which is great. And then the second tip is to build in time and prioritize it into your day. So if you like to plan and you know it'll take 20 minutes a day for eight weeks, look at your schedule and decide the best time to do it. So yeah, yeah, you know, actually like, plot it in so it does actually happen. Yeah. yeah, because sometimes when you're a planner and you're doing mindfulness or meditation, you can be thinking of all the other things you've got to do and like, oh, I haven't got time to do this. But if it's part of your schedule, then, you know, it's OK because you've allocated that time. Yeah yeah and also when you know how important it is it's worth giving yourself 20 minutes a day you know it could be having a bath or uh, going for a walk doing coloring eating in a mindful way it doesn't have to be meditation but if you think about your physical health you might go to the gym for 30 minutes you know yeah the day or something but it's like 
with the mind mind workout is turning it off instead of turning it on and filling it yeah yeah i see yeah yeah the body we're kind of pumping it up and doing loads of extra stuff but with the mind we're giving it a break yeah so just really 20 minutes a day of resting resting your mind and remembering how essential it is um you know for you to be able to regulate your emotions and then do it as a daily habit and what happens is you get to a point where you really really look forward to it yeah start to feel a shift in your thinking and then almost that makes it a really really lovely experience to you almost crave it yeah and then what time of day do you do your mindfulness practice i have to say i do it kind of around 11 o'clock so i like to kind of get up get everything ready i normally you know start work quite early but then around 11 i like to um just take a break have a cup of tea yeah I actually find Instagram's quite mindful for me. So what I'll do is think about a post that I might want to share with people. So it might be a positive quote or some word of wisdom that I've come up with. Um, so that helps me to be thinking about that. So yeah. I yeah. just take a moment to pause really. But I would say at first I was doing regular meditation in the morning. But again, it's about, is that the best time of day for you? Um, I also really, really like having a bath. And that's time where I can be on my own because obviously having yeah. a hard. So I do a lot of thinking in the bath. And I can feel if I haven't had that time to think, that's when my brain just gets full of questions. And But if I give my mo- myself a moment to really think, which sounds strange, um, because we're trying to let go, but I just like to kind of think and daydream. I think that's what it is for me. It's like daydreaming. Yes, yeah. Um, that allowing yourself to sort of um, have that space, really, to sort of quiet, quieten down the mind, isn't it? And to think afresh about things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just um, being curious, really. Yeah, definitely. Did you want to sum up the, the whole sort of session before we sort of go on to the practical part of our uh, episode? I think really it's just that um, curiosity and observation. So developing the awareness is the key. Um, And it's really good to do it at times when, for instance, like I say, with having a cup of tea, you can make a cup of tea in a mindful way. So putting the water into the kettle, turning the kettle on, you know, thinking about the electricity that's going to the kettle, thinking about the mug where was the mug from have you got happy memories about that you know just doing things that you would normally do but in a mindful way helps you catch yourself in that moment and obviously you know I don't know how many times a day we make a cup of tea but you could easily do that in a mindful way and then that starts the awareness or I quite like doing it when I'm washing up I prefer washing up to using the dishwasher yeah (laughs) But it's like, oh, I just remember now just to be a bit mindful. So, you know, maybe associating it with something you do on a regular basis to build up that awareness. And that is really the start of beginner's mind to develop an awareness of the moment. Classic, yeah. I can I can really sort of see some of these things really benefiting me because I think I'm sort of rushing around at, at breakneck speed most of the time and not really sort of thinking about myself and having that sort of pause. But... Yeah, some really, really good tips there. Thanks, Emily. Um, 
So what, what can you tell us a bit about the practical session for this week, which is um, complementing the beginner's mind uh, discussion that we've just had so that anyone listening out there can go away and try that out for themselves? Yeah, so it's going to be a meditation. So with each um, episode that we do, there's going to be a meditation that goes alongside uh, about the specific principle. And so the meditation in this time obviously is just learning how to come into the body and out of your mind. So I do suggesting it on a chair because you can feel your feet on the ground. So that really helps you to feel safe if you're doing it for the first time. And again, it's having this awareness of how is your body connected to the chair? Like, when do we ever think about that? Which part of your body is actually connected to the chair? Can you feel your feet on the ground? And a lot of the time we just take things for granted, but it really just talks you through relaxing your body from head to toe. So that might not be anything you've ever done before. Um, but it's actually called a body scan in mindful terms. So you literally just work your way through your body, just having, you know, understanding, oh, I wonder how I'm feeling. How are my shoulders today? Are they yeah. a bit tight? And then all the meditations will start in that same way. So you'll start to get used to how to relax your body. And uh, yeah, I suggest really that you practice the meditation for about a week before the next one. So hopefully if you've got the episodes that you can tap into, maybe practice each meditation okay. for about yeah. a time just to get used to it, especially the beginner's mind one, because that does just get you to start focusing on your breathing. And Yes, um, yeah. I, I've tried it, as you know, um, and... Uh, I first of all I was sort of lying down then I realized I needed to be sat, sat up so I did that <laughs> um, but I, I did find that my mind was definitely wandering to other thoughts quite a bit is, is that normal for the first time of sort of trying something yeah definitely and um, it is totally fine to let that happen because otherwise we're striving for a certain outcome and I remember when I first started doing meditation I'd be like oh I must be needing to feel something amazing after each time and if I didn't I'd feel quite disappointed yeah um, but we're not trying to feel anything we're just trying to have an awareness and understanding of how our bodies are so yeah it's just that training our minds to shift the focus back to the moment and that's where the practice comes in so yeah. it's recognizing my mind's wondering that's okay I'll just bring it back to the moment my mind's wondering again I'll just bring it back to the moment and that is the practice of, of mindfulness basically yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's developing this awareness of when that happens so if that was during the day um, and you can notice your mind wondering then that's such a powerful tool especially in work you know if you feel that you're drifting off or worrying about something else or it's like oh there we go I'm just going to bring myself back to the moment yeah and then it can help you know thinking I wonder how am I sitting on this chair I wonder if I can pay attention to my breath so we're not trying to judge what we're doing and every time your mind wanders just bring it back to the moment and like I say that is the most simple basic form of mindfulness just recognizing your mind wandering and bring it back to the moment definitely I, de I really did enjoy paying attention to relaxing my whole self because um, mm. that's just something that I don't generally tend to do and and that bit about sort of being aware of the sounds uh, and how I was feeling at the moment uh, I would say you know definitely um, worth a try for anyone out there who has never sort of practiced mindfulness before um, 
So um, what's going to happen next? What's the next session? Um, do you want to sort of talk us through what uh, episode three is going to be about? Yeah, so next time is non-judgment. And this is one of my favourites because once we develop the awareness of the moment, we often realise that we're being quite judgmental of ourselves. That's generally the main thing. We could be really harsh on ourselves, maybe a lot of self-doubt, or we might be judging others. And again, that comes with a lot of conditioning and belief systems. And, and when we let go of judgment, it's just so liberating. Because what is that judgment about? It might not be fact. So yeah. just questioning things again, you know, looking at, are there any other possibilities? You know, is this judgment fact? Is it true? Are there any other possibilities? So it's a really, really empowering um, part of mindfulness to let go of judgment. Yeah, that sounds really good. And looking forward to uh, trying out the techniques on that one as well. And uh, if anybody wants to sort of contact us between uh, podcasts, um, do, do, should we just give them our contact details on how to sort of access information that we're sharing? Yeah, so um, the podcast is going to be on Redshift Online and yeah. it's your well-being in mind. So they can just access it there. And then also we'll be sharing that on the Rest Easy Method Facebook page, probably on our own Facebook pages as well. Yeah, yeah. And then um, if anyone wanted to email us, um, you're Angela at resteasy.com. That's I'm right. Resteasy.com. So they can get in touch there and if they wanted any more information just about general kind of mindfulness um i've got a purposeful moments website which is talks about mindfulness and then if it was more from a child point of view or a parent wanting help we've got the rest easy method.com website as well brilliant thank you well, it's been great to sort of do this this together today and uh, we hope that you know if you're listening out there that you'll be able to join us for the episode three thank you bye bye join him and Ange next time where we'll be sharing more top tips and tackling those questions you need answering with your well-being in mind <laughs>